This is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is season season six six of Better Let Let Me Tell You. This when I'm on the scene. Outrageous. In my sexy jeans. Outrageous. My sex drive. Outrageous. I'm on a shopping spree. Outrageous. I'm on a world tour. Outrageous. Just be it, girl. <laughs> Are we starting with that? What? Is that our cold that, open? That is how we have decided to start this episode, yes. Okay, well, yes, everybody. Yes. There are worse ways to start than that album. Welcome to episode... 266 of pero let me tell you <laughs> and this is labor day so happy yes. labor day to everybody happy, happy labor day happy everybody but you know don't what are you guys doing for labor day are well, we taking well, time well don't off labor or? don't labor on labor day don't labor on labor day yeah um how is everybody doing are you taking time off are you gonna spend time with your family are you gonna stop wearing white throwing everything out white in your wardrobe out oh my god what are santeros gonna do can they not go out after San, Labor Day? Santeros are three six five. They're not, you know, so they're not beholden to the rules of. No, no. Okay, no, no, no. okay, okay. Got it. Because I'm just thinking these all these people just have to sit at home for like six months. No, there's there's exclusions to the Labor Day rule. Okay, got like, it. Santeria is one of them. Yes, I'm sure that you know Miss Manners in Connecticut was explicitly thinking of Santeria. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. When she made up her rules, absolutely, <laughs> wasn't she? Oh, Isn't everybody? Yes, but so, I. But I will say, yeah, it's, it's a long weekend. But I know some some listeners may either be personally affected or know someone who was affected by the hurricane, uh, yes. Hurricane Idalia. Idalia, Idalia. Which I mean, can we? I, I know it caused devastation and and, I, and all I love that and how damage. Today, so they were like Idalia, and I'm like, it's not Idalia, it's, it's Idalia. Idalia. Yeah, it's Idalia. Like, and it's hitting Florida. It's hitting Tampa. Yeah. Idalia. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although Yum Yum Foodie said that he wants to petition since, you know, we've got still a couple letters to go for the Y to be Ulysses. Oh, for sure. I think it would be a nice, like, you know, bookend to the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Hurricane Center is here in Miami. There you so, go. I mean, and I believe they are the ones who name the. It's just a matter of time. I mean, I think that it's culturally appropriate. Because hurricanes can't culturally appropriate. Right. And, so it's fine. And, yes. and, you know, a lot of hurricanes come to South Florida. Cubans know about hurricanes. They start in the Caribbean. They a lot start in the Caribbean. A lot. Cuba always gets hit by a hurricane. Cuba. You don't Haiti. Yeah. No, but we're talking about the why. You know? Oh, okay. Got it. Got it got so it, there's it. Yes, like, yes. That, that's why I'm saying it's culturally relevant because. I concur. You know, they, they want to they have an inclusive catalog of names. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So they should. They, they should. should. Italia. Italia. Right, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, our hearts go out to everybody. Yeah. We still don't really know the extent. No, of from the what damage, I've seen, right? from what I've seen, there's been a lot of flooding. Yeah, um, it's expected. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, we don't know the extent yet. I mean, yesterday, it in terms of um, when it was still over the Gulf of Mexico, mm-hmm. it um, it it was huge. Yeah, it came so, in as a three or a four. I think it was at a four. Damn. Or maybe it was a three. I'm not sure, but like it looked really big yeah, on, yeah, yeah. The, on the on the Doppler radar. Um, I love that word Doppler. I have to say that as a Florida homeowner, every time we get hit by a hurricane, now I'm like, I owe me insurance rates, insurance rates, insurance rates. Uh, you have your eye on the prize. Orita, like you know, we can't. Our well, I've said this on the show. What I pay in my escrows monthly is more than my actual mortgage. 
I believe it. When I get when I get my mortgage statement that you know you have that little yeah. pie with like what you're paying and yeah. and your, Where it goes, yeah. you know, and your mortgage, like your principal and, right. and, and, and insurance and interest, yeah. um, uh, your escrows, which is your taxes and your insurance. Yeah, more than half of that pie goes to things that are not my mortgage. <laughs> so so you know. Come see, come see. So there's that. But you have a home. I do, and I do, and I'm very, important. very lucky. That's so what's yeah, so hopefully everybody in Tampa, um, yeah. it, you know, made it through and is okay. I mean, obviously we've been through a lot of hurricanes. We just yeah. celebrated the thirty first thirty first anniversary of Andrew last week or this week, and you know we know all too well what what that means and and we've gone through that so yeah, yeah, i mean yeah. i think that if you live in florida hurricanes are just a part of your life true um, whether you get hit or not the whole hurricane experience experience of like home depot going crazy the water the, the gas, water running out yeah. of this running out of that the whole you know mm-hmm. fanfare yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> of, uh, it's a production yeah, yeah it is that's just ingrained in you um when whenever there is a hurricane or a tropical storm coming what i love is like you know when it's like a tropical storm right and then you know we again it becomes a covid toilet paper situation then you're kind of like shit i should fill my car not because i'm going to need it but because everybody else is filling it up and then i'm not gonna have gas right Right. so it becomes like a vicious circle right but at least this unlike the covid toilet paper thing there's a reasoning behind it three years (laughs) after covid no one can still explain i don't know why the code why the toilet paper as we've always said i understood the antibacterial wipes the cleaning products all that bleach makes sense why the toilet paper i could have understood if covid was a digestive disease or virus legionnaires or something right Right. but it wasn't it was respiratory why the toilet paper nobody knows and it was toilet paper right it was like yeah yeah, specifically it wasn't napkins yeah now napkins started going scarce because there was no toilet toilet paper paper. right right but it wasn't it was yeah specifically toilet paper nothing else we still don't know why no and you know what we never will that'll just be one of the great mysteries of the earth um you know from time immemorial. Uh, so I wanted this week, actually, I wanted to bring up something that I saw um, recently because, you know, as content creators, I mean, as listeners, as you know, you know, we put out an episode a week pretty much every single week. And some weeks we put out two episodes and, you know, we do create, uh, you know, sponsored content. By the way, and great like week Tidino interview. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I was... I was, it was one of the many, one of the few times that I was kind of fanboying yeah. a little because that's, I mean, you want to talk about legend? Yeah, know, yeah. That's... I mean, he really is an icon in our community. I yeah. mean, th- that is a proper use of icon. Absolutely. You know, yeah. whether you're a fan of his music or not, he is an yeah. icon within the Cuban community. Oh, absolutely. And, and the, the Latin and Miami community mm-hmm. to an extent. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Well, thank you. Thank you. It was, I really enjoyed that interview. Um, but where I was going, sorry, so I was going is, you know, obviously we, we create, you know, weekly content, we create video content sometimes and things like that. And, you know, it is, it does take a toll. Mm-hmm. It does take a toll. And I saw something this week about Mr. Beast. And, you know, we all know Mr. Beast. He's probably yes. like what the highest he I paid and has the most subscribers on either the YouTube. highest. Subscri- he has the most subscribers or he's like top three. Mm-hmm. And he's he one is, of the most paid. Yeah. Yes. He is a huge Huge deal. Yeah. I can't 
like stress how big of a deal Mr. Beast is. Yeah. Because a lot of times, you know, he, he skews to a, a younger demographic. Mm-hmm. And when I mean younger, I mean like kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like um, under 18, definitely. And so if you don't have kids or there's not a lot of kids in your life, you, maybe may, not you may not know the extent mm-hmm. of Mr. Beast, but it's huge. Yeah. I mean, and and to his credit, he has given back. I and actually he's done a lot do of good. like him. I do um, like him. But what, what were you going to... So, so where I was going with this is, you know, he... he released something this week uh i was gonna say it was a tweet but it's i don't know an x i don't know what the hell they're called anymore um where he was saying you know in order to upload weekly videos later this year i've been filming every single day and only have a couple days off filming between now and end of year and i'm dying mentally i hope you guys love these videos when they go up i'm pushing myself to the max to get them done and it made me think about, you know, the the double-edged sword that we live in now. And I think more so now because of the SAG and WGA strikes, actually. We're probably looking more to these types of people for, for creation of content. And it just really does strike me how you can become a victim of your success. And... And this is a very real thing because we're talking about – look, we can use ourselves as the example all we want. But obviously our fan base and our, our numbers are much smaller and even still, when there's a glitch in the upload of a, of an episode yeah. on a Friday, we hear from people like, "Hey, where's the episode?" They're not, you know, that'd be yeah, mean or anything. If you have a hundred million followers. You constantly, which is how much he has. You constantly have to be creating new content because the the, the world we live in now, you have. If you yeah, go, but that, that's what I was gonna say. It's, it's, the, the the problem or or obstacle with a Mr. Beast or these content creators, and when I mean content creators, I mean people that like a Jenny Lorenzo. Made, millions of dollars in content. No, well, 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 I mean, even even though Jenny has a huge following, like right. Mr. Beast has 100 million followers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, right? a, there's a pressure right? and responsibility. Um, right. Well, even Jenny, who, I mean, has, you know, come, you know, you can't compare Jenny Lorenzo, who does the Awada series with Mr. Beast, right. but even she has to create an incredible amount of content, yeah. right, to stay active and relevant that, and all that. That's the word. But that, that's where I'm going with this. The, the, the problem with or challenge that people that are content creators that are such a high, like, you know, are, are, are that popular is that they have to constantly yeah. uh, be doing content because, you know, it's not like um, a TV show that... 22 episodes and that's it. That, yeah. Right. Comes out once a week. Yeah. There's usually a winter hiatus. There's usually a spring hiatus. And then they're off in the summer until fall. Th- that doesn't work that way. Even a huge content creator like Mr. Beast, he has to upload multiple videos a week. Yeah. And his videos, do you see his videos? I've seen a few here. His videos are, are things that... You could tell there's a lot of production. Oh, yeah. This isn't like when you and, and I... And, and I'm not yeah. talking about post-production. I'm talking about planning sets sets planning um extras i mean it takes a lot i mean again you could look at jenny you know a a comparison smaller scale lorenzo you know she has to write these sketches she has to i mean cast them in the sense that you know she has to figure out which of the people that work with her are going to be in a in a sketch she has like costumes i mean she has like a a a costume department in her in her house and let's not forget at any given time she's playing at least two of the characters in the scene right and then you know i'm sure that those cute little skits that she does that are only a few minutes long probably take a day or more to film right then there's the post-production i mean there's so much work behind that and i think that the challenge when you're a content creator is that this i mean the attention span 
lifespan today is so short yeah. and there's so many content creators that if you're not creating churning out content constantly 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 the next person that's it that's They'll it move to because when person, you go, when you when you go to the, one of these the, you, you couldn't even talk about us if we were to be two weeks without posting anything or j just releasing an episode what's wrong why aren't they releasing anything like yeah we we hear from we hear from you all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we also set an expectation that we have a weekly show, right. which is a blessing and a curse because. But that's similar to to Beast and and all these people. They right. set the expectation. But this is I gotta you know. Right. That's us. So imagine right. at a you know he has a hundred million followers. Right. He is a brand. He is a brand. Yeah, he has chocolate so, bars. And, so yeah. you know that's that's the thing with content creation, and I often think you know with. I mean, look, a, a lot of these people that are at that high stakes, content creators like Mr. Beast, obviously they've invested in other things and other deals and yeah. and have a lot of, you know, a, a lot of, whether Income it's merch streams. or, or um, they endorse a product right, or, or right, whatever right, right. it may be. So they have a, they, they, div they have divested their That's platform the and their talent, if you will. Um, and they have to, because again, Mr. Beast is really cool and we really like him and of all these influencers or content creators that appeal to children he's actually the one i like the, the best i think he's a, a very good influence and you have a, a nice he has a very good he's a very good influencer to children and to young people you know he's yes. very much the philanthropist very positive he, you know he's silly but he's not like stupid either um he's not vulgar so he's not, he's not. Obnoxious, so I, or... I actually do do like him very much but you know even he has a shelf life oh yeah right and i just wonder Given the attention span everybody has nowadays, is that shelf life even less? And and how quickly? How quickly I, does I, that I do burn think out? it's even less because I will tell you this: if let's say you are a singer and you're a teen singer, uh, you know what Debbie Gibson, okay. you know who in the eighties was a huge teen pop star, huge enormous teen pop star. Eventually, that's gonna fade. I mean, it just unless you're. <laughs> very lucky it's gonna fade it happens to everybody but a singer even though their popularity may fade they always have a fan base even if it's a small fan base so like a debbie gibson right. still has a, a fan base it may not be tens of millions of people right. it may be only a small fraction of what it was once upon a time but because she's a musician and she's continued to um release new music even though it's not you know in the commercial, masses right. commercial Singers continue to have a fan base, but I can't see a content creator like a Mr. Beast when he's 40, you know, people watching like, oh, you know, I'm going to continue watching Mr. Beast. He right? has to evolve into something else. It's yeah. different. Yeah. Right. He would have to evolve into something else. So it, it's it's very different. It, it is really a challenge um, with that. I mean, look, on the other hand, somebody like a Jenny Lorenzo, her characters are timeless. Right. So she could, as long as she comes up with new storylines. We're good. Because the Abuela character is timeless. Abuela will be as relevant now than it will in 10 years. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like Vicky Lawrence playing Mama. Right. Right. Um, eventually, Jenny will catch up to Abuela. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then it'll just become autobiographical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as long as she keeps churning out new content and, right. and you know, new, new ideas and new sketches, I guess in a case like that, you could you could keep that on forever. But Mr. Beast is not a character. Right. He's not creating content in the same way. Right. Right. So that's that's so, very different. So yeah, yeah it, it it. But you know, but good for him for making for also speaking about it too. Yeah, because I think a lot of times 
we all take it for granted that it's like, oh, you're just a content creator. Oh, you must. And I'm sure he has a team of people who help him put this all together. But at the end of the day, from what I understand, he's in every single video. He is. So, I mean, even if it's just filming the bookends of something, he's there every freaking, yeah. you know, time. Yeah. And I'm sure that, that he has, you know, um, he's a brand. So he has um, oversight in everything and anything that happens. Yeah, nothing goes out without his With approval. his videos. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, good for him for talking about it. I mean, look, I, I again, I, I think about us. We're... <laughs> We're a fraction uh, of a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a fraction. Yeah, of that. And, you know, we've said this to you guys, uh, to our listeners many times. You may listen to us every week and, you know, hopefully enjoy the show and laugh and think it's just Tim and I just here shooting the shit and talking, which it is. But there's so much planning that goes into this and scheduling and, you know, reaching out to for people for interviews and re-following up and sponsors and doing content for sponsors and doing, you know, content for us. You know, it, it... it's it's a ton of work and being consistent and when you know when you're busy and you know you have things going on in your personal professional life come fake friday we have to record or you know find somebody or find somebody else to record with us like rain or shine you know you put on content and you know that that takes an enormous yeah. amount of work and persistence and dedication so the show must go on yeah as freddie mercury said yeah uh, what what is what musical is Showboat? I know it's a musical, but I'm not familiar with it. Isn't it like really really old? Uh, probably from like the fifties. Okay, no, probably. I think it's older than that. Why why did you just pull Showboat? I think it's from like the thirties. I mean, make, could I be. know nothing about musicals? Why? Yeah, why did you pull that one? I out don't of know. Air? Actually, I know why. Okay. When we were talking about Mr. Beast, I was thinking about kids, things of children, which made me think of birthday parties I went to when I was a kid, which made me think of that showboat, the Mark Mark Twain 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 Riverboat Playhouse, Playhouse where the cake would come out of the oven, which was like the theme of a riverboat. I never went to a party there. Wait, what? I never went to a party there. How? To Mark Twain. How? I didn't. I went to a lot of Los Pirata. But Los I Pirata, but yeah. But I didn't go to, didn't go to Mark Twain. It was there. You know what it was? It was a Mark Twain thing. No. Los Pirata y Castillito. Right. I went Malibu. To, I went to Castillito and I went to Los Pirata. The thing is that Mark Twain Riverboat is a cosa de Americano. And since you went to the American school Cypress, I did go to the American school. That's why you I did went. Go to, yeah. I had so many there that I remember it was yeah. animatronics of, of the bears. And then they, they would sing a song. And they, they were like in a kitchen. And then the oven would go ding. And then they would open up the oven and the cake would come out. Like the cake that they would then serve you? No, it oh. was an, it was oh, a fake okay, cake okay, too. Okay, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, it, the places in the eighties and early nineties that were lit for for in Miami that were for birthday parties was that one, the Mark Twain okay. Riverboat, eh, Lo Pirata y Castillito yeah. ahí en Flagler. I mean, there, there <laughs> was Mall. there was Chuck E. Cheese, but that was no, that was national. That was no, national. no, no. Chuck e., Chuck E. Cheese, I feel in the eighties was not. It, it was nowhere near as popular no, no. as those. It three. was here, but it wasn't. No, it wasn't doing. It wasn't oh yeah, doing Castillito it. was a big I deal. A Castillito and Flagler. I remember, castle you know, Park. it was literally a castle and it had a moat. And I remember when I would cross that moat, I'm like, oh my god, there's water. I'm crossing a moat. Well, I didn't know what a moat was. Well, I'm crossing. I didn't but, know it was but, you know, you're, but you're crossing. I was like, right. un canalito, un canal. <laughs> and I remember that they had a. I have, I have a lot of pictures there. They had a mini golf in the back, but we didn't play mini golf when no, I was a kid. No, I was all about the go karts. Okay, so truth be told, I've I've often shared here <laughs> on um, on uh, 
I have no idea on the show. Um, I've often shared here that, you know, when I was a kid growing up, you know, like many people who are immigrants, like my parents didn't have any money. You know, my dad had like multiple jobs. My mom cleaned houses. Like I've shared that here on the podcast and I'm very proud to have come from that upbringing. Absolutely. So when we used to go to a Castillito, we didn't play none of the games because my parents didn't have like money to do that. They we would maybe order a slice of pizza and then they would like give me a couple of dollars to go play some of the like the arcade games. But I never got to play the mini golf. Not that I wanted to play the mini golf, but I never got to play the mini golf or the go karts because era muy caro. My parents didn't have money to spend Aww. on that. Era muy caro. But I did have my ninth birthday party there, but Ooh. I didn't. So for my ninth birthday party, I got a group of friends and, you know, we went there for my birthday. Got it. Okay. Okay. And everybody took their own money and we hung out. And I think my mom bought us pizza. Actually, no, I know my mom bought us pizza, um, but I didn't have officially my birthday party. Oh, well, that's how I did it too when you're... Yeah, we just got a group of people together and we went there and yeah, we bought like, you know, the pizza, the soda, but we brought our own cake. Actually, that's when I turned 10. Seven, eight, and nine were McDonald's. I think that's yeah. Seven, eight, and nine were McDonald's. Um, as I have said here before, I don't know why my parents. I would have my McDonald's birthday parties at the McDonald's on Eighth Street and 120 something. I don't know why. That's we, so far we from your house. We didn't know anybody who worked there. We didn't. There was no reason. There was no reason. No reason. I've I, I've gone back and asked my parents this, and they don't know. They have no that's answer. that's sort of like. Things that happen as a kid that you just don't know. My parents, when I was a kid, had a car. They had a Ford Tempo. And it was like the first new car they ever had. So imagine this car. Like, we couldn't go in it with, like, our shoe. Like, it was like that. Thing. You could like, barely breathe we in could it. Be, yes. Right, yes. Right. It was a, a right. new car. And um, when it was still, when it was a few years old, my parents had an accident. Oh, and it was it was actually a pretty big accident. They, like tore off the front of the car. <gasps> like it was bad. I think my father was at fault. But but I remember I remember that the car had full so the NFL COVID. It had full coverage and it had to have had full coverage because it was still being financed. Okay. Right? Okay, okay. Right. So my parents, instead of fixing the car through their insurance because they had full coverage. So even if it was their fault, their insurance would have covered the fixing of the car <coughs> minus their deductible. Okay. So let's say it was a thousand dollars, right? Right. And I know they had insurance because the car was still financed. Then you going. I don't know why my parents went down the route that they went to a junkyard, bought the front of another Ford Tempo. In the backyard, they got the car, their car that had been crashed. They put a chain on the front of the car. My uncle put the chain around a huge tree we had in the back, hit reverse to fix the chassis, and then he got the like the junk of the other car that they bought and put it in the front. And then the front of their car was like a 1989 and the original car was like a 1985. And it's one of those (laughs) things that I've actually asked my parents now. And I'm like, why did you do that if you had insurance? Because you still had to buy parts for the right, car. There was still cost involved. There was some right, cost involved. Right, right, right. It's not right? like when all and the most your deductible could have been. Like I've actually stopped and thought about this. Like the most your deductible could have been was a thousand dollars. So why did you 
go down the route of fixing it rather than sticking it no, to the body shop. Trabajo finding it at the junkyard. Yes, yes. That's why the front of the car was newer than the back of the car. Um, it's one of those things that I think of now. Like, why did they do that? I think it's because again, it was the it, as I call it. It was it hadn't been ten years since they were here. The transition the, years. Is that what it was the training years. The training years. The training. Years. Right. They didn't know about collision coverage. <laughs> <laughs> Cop and collision. They didn't know about they that. They know now. They know now. They know now. now. That's what matters. <laughs> That's what matters. They've come a long way, baby. Yeah, yeah. But no, no, no. We were too poor to have my birthday in a catillito. I just took my friends and we bought my mom bought us pizza. But that's the best way to do it. Because, yeah. Oye, to do one of those little parties at those things. Me lo dice a mí. It's, oh, yes. This is, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I remember that a few years ago. For one of Tristan's birthdays, I called like... I don't know why the Miami Kids Museum, which I love. Right. It's a great museum. Yeah. It's a great museum and they have great facilities. And I'm like, oh, you know, how much would a birthday party for like 20 kids cost? And I'm like, which 20 kids is not a lot. Right. And when they told me the price, I was like, oh, this is in the thousands. Like, what? I was like, I don't want to buy the place. I just want to like have a simple birthday party where they could go shopping at the fake Publix. Right. right? right. That's it. Yeah, it was crazy. It would have probably been cheaper to let them actually go shopping at a real Publix. Right. That's why, you know, that's, I bet you that's one of the reasons why like your sister, for example, who has three kids, has always, done, has always done the birthday parties at home. I mean, I'm sure she enjoys doing the birthday parties at home, but, you know, having three kids and having well, to fork out that amount of that money. That is also the reason that my sister started making cakes. Yeah. Because she was like, I know what they charge for those cakes. I have three kids. It's going to yeah. be three birthdays. You know what? I'll make the cake myself and I'll decorate it myself. They're super expensive. So you know what I have to say to that? Bring back the McDonald's birthday parties. I know. Well, okay. So Seth, did you see Seth's post? About the birthday cake? He got the birthday cake. Yes. Do you know the whole thing about the birthday cake? He said, McDonald's? We, he said he can probably hook us up with one. Yeah. But do you know the whole thing with the McDonald's birthday cake? Mm. Okay. Most McDonald's have. I actually looked this up. I spoke to Seth about it, to Burger Beast, but I also saw it on TikTok, and it's like a hack. Okay. There's several McDonald's that have birthday cakes, and if you call in advance and tell them you want a birthday cake, they'll give it to you. Oh. Yeah, but oh, there's always a but. There is a but. It's the sheet cake. Okay. But it doesn't have the sugar. Oh, the little characters. Yeah, and I'm like. That was part of the reason for yeah, it. Yeah, it's not the same. Listeners, did you ever have your birthday party in McDonald's? Or if you're from Miami, did you have it in Los Pirata? In Los Pirata. I'm pretty sure. Oh, Los Pirata was so dark and mysterious inside. What I, lo- <laughs> what I love about Los Piratas is that to this day, like nobody can find any, like, you know, me- memorabilia and, of Los Pirata. And, and there are multiple VHS tapes of kids' birthday parties in Miami oh, sitting yeah. in a box of Los Pirata. No, no, I'm sure. But like Seth himself has said, he's like, you know, I can't find anybody who has yeah. like a napkin holder or an ashtray. Some, because, you know, back then we would smoke at children's restaurants. Um, nothing. He says yeah. he has scoured and nobody has anything. And it has to exist. It has to exist. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to exist. There's no way it just evaporated. Yeah, it has to exist. Unless like real pirates, they buried it. Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of pictures of Tropicare Flea Market and La Cuarentia Pameto. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Back to school time, saca o verano. <laughs> and even your mental health challenges seem to be back from summer vacation. Did you pack lunch for the kids? Are you doing everything to help them thrive in school? How do you find balance between work and home life? <laughs> Not to mention back to school means Gayala holidays are around the corner. Stop, take a deep breath, and let BetterHelp get you back on the path to being mentally healthy. 
BetterHelp offers phone, video, text, or live therapist chat sessions. You pick the option that best fits your schedule. After all, it's your mental health, right? Plus, it costs a fraction of in-person therapy sessions, which is a good thing porque those back-to-school supplies are not cheap. <laughs> and as a special offer for Better Let Me Tell You listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash pero. BetterHelp is already more affordable than in-person therapy, and now you can save on your first month. Look, more than back to school time, it's back to you time. And BetterHelp can help you take the first step on that path. That's betterhelp.com slash pero. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Do you have much al al puguero? I did. Puguero da cuarenta. I did not, but my dad's mom. Listeners, used to if you're sell if there. you're an OG from Miami, you know exactly what we're talking about. This, this little this is about OG Miami people. So my dad's mom actually used to sell stuff there. Oh yeah, yeah. I never went, but yes, she used to sell stuff there. I never went. You've never gone. I never went. Oh my God! Mira, going to a puguero. This is a puguero on Bird Road in the Palmetto, where there's a Best Buy, Target. a Taco Bell, a Target now. So that used to be an old drive-in theater, and um, it was a Tropicare drive-in theater. And when Dude, we I were can't kids, wait to talk about that with Miami Stadium. When we were kids, it was a flea market on the weekends or on Sundays, and we used to go a lot. And I remember that to get in. It was a huge line to get in. And then yep. you would... How do you know you didn't go... Well, I, I did have to travel on La Cuarenta. <laughs> it was a huge line to get in. And then finally when you got in, you would park in the rear of the property. And that wasn't paved. So, era tremendo fango. Oh. To, to, uh, to like, park. And then and then it was filled with, like, little tents. If that was still around today, Pimpampoyo would have a pop-up there. Duh. For sure. <laughs> Uh, every Sunday. <laughs> every Sunday. And then people would just sell. I remember my parents bought a lot of oil paintings of Italy and Venice there that they had in the house for years. You know, oil paintings were a big hit in the 80s and 90s. It was, along with those uh, vases with the vegetables in it. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. No, no, but it was a place where they went to get oil painting, Oil paintings. Oil paintings. Of scenes of, of Italy. Well, I mean, where else are you going to go other than the Tropicare? <laughs> but... It's just really random that I mean we went there a lot, but I distinctly remember them, you know, just going there. For yeah, that. and I remember that this is like really old school. That there was a little a little kioquito there that they would sell zapato curapie. That those would be the ones my grandmother would send to Cuba. Curapie, what is curapie? Curapie was a brand of. Um, it's ringing a bell, isn't it? It is of shoes. They were for like. They weren't designed specifically for señora, but they were for señora because it was for people who had problems with their feet, that their feet hurt. They're like otopédico. Otopédico, yeah. Okay. So they were cushiony and all okay. that. So they don't talk about This sounds so familiar. Yeah, I'm, sh I'm sure that your grandmother and everything surrounding her had either had sabato curapie or they would buy them to or, send, or them, send to them to Cuba. Because it was all about sending things to Cuba. Yeah, you didn't stay with anything. No. No, especially not from the tropic air. No. Haven't I told you the story that like, and I'm sure our listeners, if you know you're an immigrant, if you immigrated and you have family in your country of You've origin. You've got a story country, like this, yeah. Years. Like, I'm talking about, this was in the 2000s. I think it was one of the times my grandmother went to Cuba that she came back with pictures. Mm -hmm. They had gone to some party. And this woman was wearing a yellow dress. But it was like a short yellow dress. And I look at it. And I'm like, 
you know me and my memory? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, is that my mom's dress? And I asked my grandmother. I'm like, is that my mom's dress from like 1985? And my grandma's like, sí, es que yo lo mandé para Cuba y otro vestido Like, listen, you can't. You know, in the 80s, there was a lot of ruffles and things like that, so you had a lot of textile to work with. Okay, to repurpose it. You just said ruffles and yellow, and the first thing that came to my mind was everything worn by Naomi on Mama's family. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm sure Naomi would have gone to the Tropicana flea market too. Well, I'm sure they had one in Raytown. Yeah, they sure did. Yeah, they did. What state was Raytown in? I don't think they ever said. It but, wasn't but, really relevant. But it's the South. I mean, generic South. Yeah. I don't think they ever said. They may have, but I don't recall. How South do you think Mama's Family is? I don't think Mama's Family like South Georgia South. No, I'm thinking like Kentucky. Like like Dollywood, Appalachia. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not thinking like Georgia. No, 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 no. They were inland. Yeah. yeah. They were a different type of South. Yeah, they were all about going fishing in like the river. Not Listeners, yeah. did you watch yeah. Mama's Family? Mama's Family is was one of those shows that it was just pure comfort food. Oh, yeah. It's a horrible show, but it's wonderful. Was it really horrible? Well, I mean, it's not. What I mean is, it's not quality. Yeah. You know, it, it's. Just, it yeah. wasn't. You know, it was in the eighties. It wasn't L.A. Law, <laughs> right? Exactly. Or like I don't know, thirty something. Yeah, or, or Saint Elsewhere. Right. You know, these critically yeah. acclaimed eighties. Right. Shows. That's what I mean. Like you know, it's it's it is what it is. You know, you know, you knew what you were getting. Uh, it was so funny when people would call it la 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 <laughs> la la. Well, L.A. Law was such a big deal. Like this is aging us. It really was. Like I was like L.A. Law. I mean, obviously we didn't watch L.A. Law no, because I, we were I, little I kids. Was, yeah, but it but was like even we know about the woman who fell in the elevator shaft in L.A. Law. Yeah, actually I didn't know that. No, but I know about that was LA literally Law. how they got rid of a character. Well, you know, <laughs> she fell in an elevator shaft. Didn't somebody fall off a building in Models Inc. <laughs> In the pilot episode, you would think I would know that, but I didn't watch Models Inc. Because I, I I love Melrose Place, but I was not a Models Inc. person. Well, clearly they didn't they didn't pull me in. What was her name? Linda Blair, Linda Greer, Linda, Linda Gray. Gray, Linda, Linda Gray. Gray from Dallas. Yes. So okay. Yes. Well, no, moving to our yes. next topic, Pamela Sue, Pamela Sue. So I wanted to bring up something that it it, it was just something that I read somewhere, and I kind of wanted to bring it up for discussion. So I saw a story the other day, and I don't know if I don't know if you saw it, about a woman who um, she's terminal. Uh-huh. She has, I think it's about like nine months to live, give or take. Right? She's terminal. She's dying. You know, she, her husband is taking care of her, and she has told her husband that she has one last wish. Mm-hmm. And her last wish is that she wants to sleep with her ex one more time before she dies. <laughs> Uh-huh. I love your face, and basically the guy put this out there, like into like the there's a, there's a subreddit called like Am I the asshole or something? You know, basically saying like you know I don't know what to do, blah 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 blah, this and that and the other. And I was just like, wow. Number one, a we're at this point in the in the world where we're just putting that out there. This sounds like bad uh, Jerry Springer. But then on the other hand, I'm like, well, but she is dying. Like I don't know. Is there is there a limit to yeah? I di- think there is. To, to dying I think there is. I think there is. I think that. You know what? I try not to be judgmental, and God, I, I, I actually, I am the least judge. I really am the least judgmental person there are. I mean, you're not. No, you're a whole, whole lot more judgmental than I am. I really am not judgmental, and I believe people need to do what makes them happy. Blah blah. I'm blah, just blah, judgmental blah. about stupid things. But I just think that you know what, especially if, if she's had a good marriage with this man and he's taking care of her, I just think that you know 
you have you do have I, I I think that when the people that deal with I mean, God forbid, I never right, right. want to be in that situation, situation right. or have a loved one that's in that situation. God forbid, knock on wood. Um, this is actually wood. Oh, okay, um, good. good to know. Or wood, wood, wood particle. Um, <laughs> Parts of it are. You know, I, I think there's something to be said about your legacy and something to be said about the way that your loved ones remember you. And if that is what you're thinking, that like, oh, I really want to sleep with my ex before I die. You know, it's like, really? Right. That's how you want to go out? Like, really, I mean, if I was her husband, I'd kind of, I would have right, my like, own like, opinion like, like on how it. How would you, ha- how do you I, even handle I, that? I, because I, if I was her husband, I look, I don't know how I would handle it because I think that that's one of those situations. You have to be that in. You have to be in, yeah. that, in there to, to see how you would, right. right? But I'm just thinking about her. I'm like, really, that's how you want to go out? Like, that is what you want your last wish to be like especially if you have somebody who's taking care of you and all that because i mean yeah like i i mean i i I don't want to be judgmental because i think that when you're in that situation god forbid you you know you you see the world and life differently because you know that you have the end is near the end is near um so i i don't want to say that from a judgmental point of view but i just think that like that's really how you want to go out, like sleeping with your other your ex. Maybe your ex is married or with someone. You know. Well, yeah, that's the whole other part. Like, we don't know if the ex is even. Right. Maybe down the ex for doesn't it. want to sleep with you. Right, right. We don't right? know if the ex like, wants to or not. There's that's, so many yeah. variables yeah. here. Yeah. And, like, that's really. I mean, I thought you were gonna go along the lines of like they want to take like a really exotic trip. No, no, it's a lot more simple, a lot more uh, economical than that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, would it be different though if she said she just wanted to go out and have a, a fling with some random person? As opposed to someone she actually knows. The reason I'm ha- I'm struggling with that is because mm-hmm. I think that, again, God forbid being ever in that situation. Right. I think that if you're really at a point where you are thinking about your life and you have a short time left, I think that you would want to take... You would want to take advantage of that time to spend it with the people that you love and do things that are meaningful for both yourself and other people. Mm-hmm. Because other people are going to suffer a loss as well. Well, yeah, because it's a situation where you see it coming. Right. So it's not other a, people right. are going to suffer a loss as right. well. And you know, what if you have a significant other, if you have children, even if your parents are still around, I think it's it's one of these things that doesn't have a right or wrong answer, but I think that you probably would want to have meaningful memories and all that with the people around you because yes, you will be gone soon, but these people will will not. Right. And it's like, I, I, I don't know. That's the way I see it. I realize that this doesn't have a right or wrong answer and to each their own. But I think that that's the way I would, God forbid, be in that situation. Right. right. You know, um, let's have a trip with my loved ones. Let's, you know, if you have children save, you know, spend, have, as many memories as you can because right. you want your children to keep those memories. I don't know. That's the, the angle. Yeah, I don't think I they have see. children. Just, just that's in, the advantage, in this particular the, the, the vantage point that where I'm yeah. coming from. I say split the difference and have a threesome. Um, <laughs> everybody wins. Uh, so I also was seeing, sure. you, you know how we always talk about, you know, online is super toxic and you know, Twitter is now X, but it's still Twitter. I'm addicted to you. Pretty much. Did you know that you're toxic? Except with a lot less rhinestones on your body. The only person on earth that probably doesn't care for that song. But it's okay. Go on. 
You don't care for it at all? Or, or toxic? No. I don't hate it, but I don't... It's probably because it's her most famous, quote, well, one of her most famous If songs. I were to like list, I don't know, 20 songs of hers I like, that would not be on the really? list. Really? No, no. Because 20 is a lot. Yeah, I don't know if I would even have 20 to put on a list of hers, but but you know what I mean. I have, like, I have faith in you. Yeah. Um. So, Xbox... Recent, no born to make you happy. Recent, no, it's not. Well, <laughs> and where we leave Autumn goodbye. <laughs> um, so, or Slave for You Slave for Slave you. you has a great beat I don't care what anybody says It's a great song I don't know what anybody it's says It's a great video you, you know whether you're a Britney hater or whatever I, I'm I'm a casual I mean I like Britney here and there um, I'm not crazy about Britney right. Um I mean, I think when she was hot, she was like the hottest right. person. Peak on Britney her. was peak Britney. Peak yeah. Britney two thousand one was like, yeah. Britney Spears in two thousand one was like the hottest person on the planet. Yeah, like nobody came near. Even Lava was like out. Yeah, Lava was like, oh yeah, here yeah. comes Britney Spears. Yeah. You know, <laughs> she's gonna melt us. <laughs> like she has this photo shoot that she did, I think around two thousand one, where she's like in a car. Yes. Yes. And it's like an old car. She's yeah, it's, like, a, it's, it's a convertible, I think. Yeah, yeah, she's like sitting in the car and her hands yeah. are like under her thighs. It's like, oh my God. Like, how? Why? Like, why? And that's probably the photo shoot what? they're going to use for her car. But um, where was I going with this? I don't know. Where was I going with this? You're right. So she was really hot. But yeah, no toxic. Not so much. Not so much. Take it or leave it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I wasn't going to go down the Britney route. I was actually just talking about toxic behavior. Um, so Xbox has introduced what they're calling an eight strike rule for toxic gamers online, where after seven warnings, they get banned from multiplayer and voice chat Good. for 365 days. For a year. For Oh, yeah. They could have just said a year. For a year. Um, I think that's phenomenal. I think it's great because you know what? I have heard when my when my nephews have been playing, you know, and they're even playing just amongst themselves. Like they're not playing with strangers; they're playing amongst themselves. But you know, look, it was very different when we were growing up with with Some video games. Sneak in there, but but no, no, but saying, but you know, even when we were playing video games, we would get like agitated and be like, "Ah, fuck!" You know, you you get very aggressive, right? That has increased exponentially. Yeah, you know, and again, if you have someone, and again, my sister's very good about like, who are you guys playing with? Who's the thing? You know, it's it's all cousins and and people they know, but you know, it's just crazy. Like, ju- like anybody can sneak in there. I mean, so a lot of the games for kids now these are not Define, Xbox games. Okay, okay, like, um, like your these, Roblox, ro- like Roblox and all that. Mm-hmm. You can chat with other people while you text, but they actually have a lot of safeguards as to that. Because, for example, um, on Roblox, you can't when you say chat like. Is it is it like voice? No, chat? no, no, no. It's, no. Okay, it's on the okay. Game. Because like the multiplayer says voice. Yeah, yeah. But for example, you can't give your phone number, and you can't you can't put numbers, and then oh, you can't. Yeah, and then and they're very clever. You can't put like three, spell it out. Zero, spell it out. It'll, five, it'll cut it. Right when you give your phone number spelled out. It will, it will cut. It, it, like the algorithm recognizes it. It, it recognizes it. Oh, wow. So it has a lot of safeguards for that. I mean, of course, people with a bad intention and people that want to get in, get in. Find the loophole. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a problem. That's something that like we've tried with, with Tristan to like mm-hmm. curtail as much as possible. It's a losing battle, but we've tried to curtail it as much as possible. Um, I just think that technology today, since it's so connective... Mm-hmm. Um, Person went, you know, as far as kids go, yeah, yeah. you just really have to have your guard up, and that's not that's, just kids. I mean, well, well, it, actually, yes, not just kids, but especially kids, because you know, 
there's a lot of things that could go down there that are just inappropriate for children. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, when I mean inappropriate for children, I don't mean somebody saying the F word, right? No, no, correct. Somebody, you know, either passing out inappropriate pictures or talking about things that are inappropriate. So it's it's a whole different ball game. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as far as um, adults or, or young adults, I mean, there's people who've gotten radicalized and stuff from like. That's where I was going with it. Video games or Reddit. You know, I've never once in my life logged into or gone to Reddit. I don't think I have either. That's like people talk about the dark web. I don't. I don't need to go to the dark web. I've seen, I mean, I, I've the, seen the, SVU. It doesn't end well. That, the darkest that I go with my browsing is the dark mode on Google. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly what they mean by dark yeah, that's, web. That's yes, as dark yes. as I go. <laughs> no, SVU has put the fear of God into me about the dark web. Nothing good ever I, happens How do you there. even get to the dark web? I don't know and I don't want to know. Yeah. Just like, that's one of those things where it's like, listen. Do you go to darkweb.com like, I, and then just fall down a rabbit hole? I don't want to know. That way, the same way that if they ever show up about money laundering, I can be like, I know it wasn't me. Yeah. Oh, you were on the dark web. I'm like, sir, I do not know how to do that. Yeah. I guarantee you that if it did happen, it was purely by accident. Oh, yeah. Like, There's no uh, mens rea there. No, I don't. Like, I literally tripped and fell into the dark web. Like, it was not. You stumbled onto yeah, the dark I web. Yeah, I did not get Does there it say welcome to the dark web? It doesn't seem like the dark web will be that friendly. No. 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 Why am I thinking that the dark web looks like MS-DOS from back in the day, you know? That's a good. You know what? Probably does. Yeah, it doesn't look like... I, I feel like it requires you to know a lot of codes. It doesn't look like it has a very good user interface. At all. There's, maybe, no, there's no Windows button. Maybe that's why everyone on the dark web is so upset. <laughs> it's a happy bad people, interface. Happy people don't go to the dark web. It's a bad interface. That's why they're upset. Yeah, I mean, Windows 3.1 was a bitch. <laughs> God. I mean, when Windows 95 came with we that We had start a Commodore button. 64. Oh, you had a turbo button, probably. We had a Commodore 64. Yeah, you went from a 386 to a 486. It was... Not easy to navigate that computer. <laughs> uh, I just thought about an endearing memory of a, a very good friend of ours. When we were in like, I don't know, 10th grade or something, I asked him, hey, what is that you want for Christmas? He's like, more RAM for my computer. <laughs> really? Yeah. Aww. Yeah. So. <laughs> so anyway, so listeners, what are you doing? Like that's not so even so, thing so what is everybody anymore. doing this weekend for Labor Day? Well, I'm going to Jupiter. I'm going to mow my lawn. <laughs> the whole weekend? Listen. I've seen the backyard. A good, a good problem I don't think it takes to have, three days. A good problem to have are all the Pimpampollo projects, that, it, pop-ups that we've had. But the flip side to that is que se abandona la casa. That is true. That is you true. Know. As much as you try, yes. Yeah, se abandona la casa. And then, you know. I know. I'm, I'm a total hard-ass boss. I know. I get it. I know, right? I don't give you any weekends off. No weekends You're off. You're lucky I gave you this long weekend. I know. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. <laughs> Don't even think of unionizing. Is anybody having a Halloween party? <laughs> Listeners, who's having a Halloween party? All right, wait. Hold on. Let me ask you a question. If a listener comes now, because... Yes. Uh, what am I going to say? Okay, go ahead. If a listener comes and says, I'm having a Halloween party, I would love for you guys to come. Yes. And now that you're back at the gym, would you do Zangief? No, I'm not ready to do Zangief. I have to like be at the gym for two years to do Zangief. Two years? The COVID years have not been kind to me. But Zangief isn't like I am thin. not at Zangief right now. What I've already told you. So listeners, I want two Halloween parties this year. I want to go to two Halloween parties. Because I this have, is the silliest reason to want two Halloween parties, and I love that it that is because the reason. I have I want to dress up as a weekend, right? 
the singer. <laughs> and um, imagine if I say I dressed up as a weekend and I have like calendars <laughs> with just no, Saturday and, and Sunday no, on them. And that's why you want two parties to go to one is Saturday oh, and one is Sunday. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Eso está Saturday, I'll be all happy, and then Sunday, I'll be like, oh, I'm Sunday. <laughs> or you can just go as a calendar that has Saturday, Sunday on it, and then take a ladder and step on it and say you're a long weekend. Oh my God, <laughs> such great ideas. Such great ideas. So I want to be the weekend, <laughs> the singer. Um, but the thing is that I want to dress up as his tour costume. Okay. But he had one tour for the American leg of the tour. Right. One, and then one he costume. had one costume. He had it was a black costume for the American leg of the tour. And then now for the European leg of the tour of this summer, he had a white costume. So I wanted to go to two parties so I could dress up as both the European leg of the weekend's tour and the American leg. I think it's a great costume. Listen, I'm out of the monk costume. Listen, okay, I'm pro out of the monk costume. Like yes. anything that gets you out of that robe like I'm, I'm here yes. for it. But I love the fact that you want to do this for a costume that most people are gonna. First of all, the same people are not gonna be at the parties, so they're not gonna see the two different costumes. Okay. So they're gonna be like, they're only gonna see one. I'm co- doing it for the gram. Oh, you're doing it for the gram. Oh, of okay. course. Okay. Okay. Got it. Okay. I, I already in my mind have known like how I'm gonna take the video dressed up as a weekend. Like, listen, this is the only way I could pretend to be able at least for thirty seconds, right? It's true. It's you true. know, you do always want to pretend to be Canadian. No. You well, go, you do say a boot a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I do love maple syrup. You do. And I did go to Toronto many times. And there's no one in Miami who loves Timmy Horton more than you probably. Yeah. 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 I have gone up the CN Tower, which is a marvel of the world, yes. like six, seven times. To the point where you even left the hat there. I left a hat and you called very graciously. <laughs> I can't believe that they don't make that damn fucking hat anymore. So listeners, when I during my Michigan years, uh take a drink, um because I was so <laughs> close to Toronto, I used to go to Toronto all the time and one time when like all my friends went to visit, uh we went to Toronto it was and the winter. as one does, we go to, we went to the CN Tower. Um and uh, I had this really nice Hoodie from the San Francisco it was Giants. A beanie, a beanie, uh, a beanie, a beanie, yeah, beanie hoodie uh, from the San Francisco Giants. Now the thing is that I have a sort of large head, so <laughs> I um, when I find a garment for my head that fits me, I need to buy it and not ask questions, right? Um, because it doesn't always happen. So I had this awesome beanie. <laughs> Uh, that of the San Francisco Giants, and I loved it. I it was loved really nice. it, and it fit me perfectly. So we, you know, I'd had it for a bit. I had it for like one or two years at that point. So we go to the CN Tower, and somehow I lost yeah. it. But the funny thing about this is, well, it's not funny that I lost it, but the interesting thing is that there was then like a manhunt for this oh, yeah. beanie. Like I think you called or emailed. We, I, we, we reached out to everyone. Yes, I called like on a weekly basis. I would call her lost and found. Yeah. Because I'm and like, you don't understand. Like, I'm not going to get this beanie. Like, I just can't go and buy another well, one. Well, and then the San Francisco Giants stopped making that particular one. Yes. So yes. I couldn't even Do find you know that, that one. years later when I went to San Francisco again and I went to the stadium because I bought that at the yeah, stadium at the ballpark in yeah, San Francisco yeah. I went and I was like I know it's not here but I'm gonna look for it fingers crossed <laughs> maybe, maybe I know they don't have it but I but I know I'm gonna I'm gonna look for it I mean you're already there you're there why not yeah. why not yeah and they didn't have it oh. <laughs> that still makes me sad yeah yeah because I know how I know how you struggle to find hats I do, and 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 you know, and sometimes like I'll find things that fit me, but I don't like how they look, yeah. so I won't wear them. But this one looked great; it did. And 
I'm not, I'm not trying to pour salt in the wounds, I but mean, it did look great. I'm sure somebody took it and they're enjoying it, and, or they enjoyed it because this was a while ago. But maybe one day you'll be at like a random like Salvation Army, and, you'll <laughs> and I'll come it. across the meaty. <laughs> I, I mean, I have pictures of it. I remember exactly what that it was. Awesome. No, and you know what was great about it is that like I remember that w- I took a lot of pictures that day. That you were like, okay, look at the pictures. Are you sure that you lost it at the CN Tower? Like, look at the pictures. Okay, you were wearing it before. But I remember we took the subway in Toronto. I'm like, okay, you weren't wearing it in the subway. So between this last picture, it's your SVU coming in. Oh, yeah. Between this last picture and this picture, you lost it. Okay, what were your steps? (laughs) Oh, we tried to find this damn hat. Like, no one has ever looked for a beanie more than we did for this beanie. And no one ever will. Oh, that, that reminds me of a story. Listeners, you will enjoy this. So when my brother was like 15, 16, he, um, he had acne like anybody else uh, at that age. And his dermatologist was in Coral Gables. It was, you know, when you are on... Is the Coral Way right before it splits and turns into Miracle Mile? That that little park is there. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Where they do yes. the Christmas thing. Yes. Yes. Okay. By one of the buildings there, that's where my brother's dermatologist was. So this was when he was fifteen. So he this must have been like nineteen. I don't know. Nineteen eighty five, eighty six, eighty seven. Mm-hmm. Like one of those years. And I remember going with my brother uh, to the dermatologist's office because where else was I going to be <laughs> stay at? So I was bored off my mind. So I remember that I would get like in the magazines in you know in the waiting room. I would get the little cards for the subscription, subscription, and I would draw on them and whatever. Okay. So I remember that the wall of the dermatologist's office had like a a very ornamental kind of wood. Like, I don't know, thing on the wall. Like, you know those those things that you use to um, in the garden to put vines, those crisscross patterns of wood? Okay, like a lattice. Yes, uh-huh. a lattice. Okay. That's the word that okay. I was looking yeah. for. Um, they had something similar to that, like obviously more decorative in there. And I went and got like a bunch of those little things and I rolled them up and I put them behind one of the pieces of wood. Fast forward to like... 2000, I think I hadn't gone to Michigan yet. So I think it was like 2002. Okay. Uh, I know I hadn't gone to Michigan yet because I had insurance through ADP. <laughs> like I'm thinking in my mind, like I had the insurance through ADP. I had NHP, Neighborhood Health Plan, and I had to go to this. I had to go to the dermatologist. Yeah, like I saw. And it wasn't even the same dermatologist, but it was the same dermatologist office. Okay. So I go in there, and I'm like. I'm like, oh, this is the same office that my brother right. went. And I'm like, it looks the same. Like they hadn't changed it at all. I think they had painted it, but it looked the same. And then, you know, again, right. my good memory, I was like, okay, yeah, this looks the same. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> it was still there. It was still there. It was still there. I took it. I have it. It's in my room at my parents' house. It yeah. was still there. It has my name and like my phone number. Like, you know what you would write as a kid, your name and yeah, your phone number. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it was still there. It was still there. The little wow. piece of World Magazine subscription card. It was still there. Wow. Yeah. That, Shit like that is pretty cool. That, well, that makes me think that maybe one day you'll find the hat. 
One can only dream. Listen, if your monk costume crossed state lines, why can't the beanie so change, listeners, you know, country listeners, lines? listeners, whoever wants to have a Halloween party and oh, wants yes. to invite the guys of Pero, let me tell you. And if you have two of them, great. I could yeah. be. I already have my costume I could pretty be much planned out. Able weekend test fee American, leg but of don't the be like tour. from the Idol. Don't be from the Idol. No, 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 right. no, no. no. Okay, I'm not okay. going to be Tedros. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm American leg of the tour. <laughs> Right, I and I even leg. know which one I would be. I even know which one I would do. Right, I would wear the European costume to the bigger party. Why? Because the European costume is more elaborate. Okay, fair enough. It has a mask, it has a cape. Okay, like, so listeners, make sure you're having a big party if right. you want that. I would outfit. wear the European one, and then I would wear for like the smaller house party. I would wear the American costume okay. like i've actually thought about this like this is how much i've thought about this okay listeners now i hope one of you or two of you has a halloween party <laughs> this is how much i've thought about but don't this. do it on the 28th because we have a pop-up <laughs> that's all i'm asking we have a pop-up on the 28th we can't go what 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 day of the week is that that's a saturday oh that's probably when people are gonna have their halloween parties yeah. have it is, the week before is our pop-up at night it's 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 at jay wakefield it's, oh, all, it's I, all day yeah. i could yeah. always dress up as <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna sling you're gonna sling fried chicken dresses the weekend. Well, hey, stranger things have happened. This is also true. Stranger things have happened. So, it's August, and while summer may be ending, back to school is just around the corner. That means it's time to start packing lunches again with healthy options like dairy. Whether yogurt, cheese sticks, or grilled cheese, there's many ways to include dairy for those back-to-school lunches and ensure that kids get protein, vitamin D, and calcium. And that's in addition to breakfast with some milk, either by the glass or in a bowl of cereal. For more ways to include dairy as part of your back-to-school routine, visit floridamilk.com or lechedeflorida.com and get more info as well as recipes. Trust me. Including dairy in their lunches is way easier than trying to remember how to solve word problems. Anyway, are we thirsty? We are thirsty. We're always a little thirsty So here. I actually want to go first. And I okay. want to give my last soda to... Actually, it's an in, a content creator okay. and an Instagram account called Eddie Suarez underscore. And it's spelled... E-D-Y Suarez. Okay. S-U-A-R-E-Z underscore. Okay. And it's so again, it's Eddie with one D, not two. So he's a he's a content creator. And you know, I I'm very particular as to people on on yeah, who social media on who I follow and who I repost because I feel that so many people are doing the same thing. Like it's the same, so, you know, person like with a towel on their head and then they have a wig and another one. Yeah. And I ain't going too many. It's like, so, wow, that's been done so many times already. But this guy, Eddie Suarez, people, he is hilarious. He does that. Like he does like, you know, multiple characters. characters. He's a multiple character. But what I love about them is that they are so accurate in his mannerisms, in his enunciation of Cuban women. And there is one in particular that I love that he plays the mom and the daughter. And the mom is mad at the daughter because she's oh. like, Yo compré tres pozuelos y ya tú te llevaste un pozuelo hoy con el picadillo para lonchar. My mom, my mom. <laughs> but gets the upset. way that he says it and his mannerisms and the way that he says it, it's it is like 
incredible. Like, I mean, it's a, it's a talent. It's an art form. He has another one that it's like, vieja cubana mirando telenovelas turcas. That is very specific, but I can't say I don't know it. Because, again, my mother watches them. Yes. So... I'm giving him my last soda because of that reason. Because, like, he's hilarious. I mean, he's doing something that a lot of people do, but his is so accurate. It seems like he also found a little spin, like a twist. It's so funny. Um, it's so on point. I mean, he does that thing that all Cuban women do. Like, like they say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I feel. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, when they get out of the shower, my mom does that. Like, like why are you doing that? Why are you doing that, woman? We live on the equator. Like, he does that. And, like, the way that, like, when he has a whip, like, there was another, oh, my God, there was another one that it was so, it was so true and so, like, terrible at the same time. He's, it's two girls talking, and one of them has, like, long, flowing hair. He's like, no, porque me hice un, uh, un tratamiento de que, eh, caratina, caratina yeah. or whatever. And then the other friend is like, ay, because I want to do it too. She's like, no, 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 es que tú tienes el pelo malo. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, that's so terrible. That's so terrible. But so accurate. But unfortunately, it's so, so accurate. So many people just say things like that without even thinking what that really means or where that comes from. And it's like spot on. So Eddie Suarez, you get our last um, last soda. Last soda. That's good. I'm gonna have to. Check so people him out. check it out. It's I, like I, really I, I'm fun. I'm gonna have to check him out for sure. And so I'm gonna keep mine short and sweet. Um, my last soda is actually going to, um, you know, someone that we've met actually through the podcast. And as you know, we've met so many people, so many small businesses. Um, but last week, uh, one small business in particular hooked us up with a pop-up and you know in their reparto, uh tres cottage T- oh yes t-r-e-l-l-e-s cottage i'm um, actually the shirt is uh from theirs it's a takeoff on hamilton uh not throwing away my shot but it's a cafetera with a cuban yep. coffee shop um they're a small business they have like this shirt they have a whole line of not just croqueta paraphernalia yes <laughs> They have croqueta party supplies. Yeah, their croquetas are characters. Yeah, the characters like you can buy like little party plates and things like that, and they have a whole bunch of other cute things like you know tengo chisme mugs and um, and all of that. But you know, I wanted to give them the last soda because we are very big on promoting local businesses, obviously. Yes. But also, you know, this is someone again that we met through the podcast who's become you know kind of like like very friendly, almost like family. And it's just nice that we've been able to foster this type of connection, and and you do see that so often, whether it's through the pop ups or through the you know the content that we do, and you know what, a lot of times I know we talked a lot about like how there's these toxic and toxic and you know, they, but it's nice to see the opposite of that behavior. Oh, absolutely. And I I, re- I reward positive behavior, <laughs> not negative behavior. So I wanted to give my last soda to, you know, the Treyes Cottage. Check them out on Instagram, guys. Yeah, um, their merch is like, it's really cute. cute. It's like very clever. Yeah. It's very clever. Yeah, very and very clean. Like yeah. it's it's not a lot of, like it's got, it's got color without being overwhelming. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's very nice. Yeah, it's very it's nice. super, super That's wonderful. a good one. I mean, you know, we gave it to two, you know, um, locals, locals, content creators, so and so. So that's good. That's good. So, everybody, we hope you have a fun and safe Labor Day for yes. the rest of the world. It's the end of summer for us. It's just another day. Yeah. Well, another day of summer, you know. Right. I mean, it's we... not just another day without you. No. No. <laughs> what is John Sakata up to? I don't know. I'll check his Instagram later. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, hey, oh. Well, I don't think he's that's doing, him. I know, but I don't think he's doing that right now. No, 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 you no. Know, no. It's kind of late. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, early, depending on when you're listening to That's this. That's true. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, everybody, we hope you have a great weekend. We hope you listen, laugh, and learn. And as always, remember to grab your mm-hmm. croqueta, your pastelito, and your cafecito. And have a great one. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. <laughs>